Let's begin the uh, new parak over here. The second parak of the Erechim. Parak starts as follows. This parak will be mostly defined as being uh, like a spectrum, or we'll define, so to speak, the two extremes and say, well, and then we'll figure out everything in the middle. So, our, our girsa is, the second parak is called Eine Erechim. There's a different girsa in the Erechim. It's a little bit easier to understand, which means that the concept of Erechim does not include Pachos Misala. You will not find anything about Erechim that will be less than one Sela. Sela is synonymous with the word Shekel. It's a kind of coin. It's a currency. V'lo Yester al-Chamishim, and the max is 50. So the, 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 the range is between 1 and 50. Al-Chamishim Sela. Ketzan. Nosan Sela v'Hashir. So, we'll go see that the basic, the highest number, Erechen, as we discussed before, is basically a spreadsheet. You got a chart, you pull it out, male, female, age, you put in all the details, and then you get a set number. That's the way Erechen works. So, the highest number for that is 50, so now we know why the top of the range is 50. But why is the, where does the bottom being one shekel fit in? So, we'll see, the, the mission will describe that if someone can't afford to pay Erechen, Really, the lowest number for Erechim is three. But, if someone can't afford to pay, in that case, we, we're willing to compromise on one. So even if someone, say, owes 50, but his, his assets equal up to only one, there are a lot of details that go into it. We'll discuss this further in the, further in the Masechta. But in that case, he only pays one. So that's the, way you, that's the way you hit the bottom of the range. The bottom of the range is one. If, we'll see if the mission will describe, if you can't, if you can't even afford one, so that, in that case, we won't, we won't make any compromise. So if, you can only, if his assets only go up to half a shekel, we'll say, I'm sorry, you're stuck. You can pay your half a shekel now, but you still owe the, you still owe the remainder of the, the, the balance of your pledge. So the Mishnah says, Ketzat, Nosan Sela Behashir. If someone pledges 50 shekel, and his assets only go up to one, he pays his Sela, he pays his shekel, Behashir, and then he became wealthy, he won the lottery. And now he can pay the 50, no problem. He's off the hook. He already paid one. That was a compromise. That was a deal. He's off the hook. But if, when it came time for him to pay, he couldn't even afford one. So so he paid You know, he paid his 50 cents. And then he became all the then he won the lottery. So he said, look, that payment, that, that's not sufficient for a compromise. And therefore, the payment didn't go through. He has to now, nice and Hamish himself, he's got to pay the remainder, he's got to pay the balance. He still owes the 50 shekel. Even though he paid part, the minimal payment, minimum payment is one shekel, and that gets you get off the hook. But over here, that he paid less than one, it doesn't count as a payment, and he's got to pay all 50. How would be other Hamish slide? So we discussed the case where he, owes, where he has 50, we discussed the case where, where he pays one. Let's say the guy pledges, pledges 50. And then, he looks down and he only has five. He can only afford to pay five. So how does it work? Remeir says, Remeir, There's two payment plans. We have the one shekel payment plan and we have the 50 shekel payment plan. If you pay in full, you pay in full. If you pay one shekel, you pay one shekel. You can't make these compromised levels of five. So if you can't pay 50, you only pay one. There's no, there's no middle. We don't make you pay as much as you can with a minimum of one. That's not the way it works. There are two payment plans, one or whatever you pledged. The Chamer and Mucham say no. Nes Kulan, he's got to pay as much as he can. So it's just that we have a minimum of one shekel. 
the minimum, the bottom of the range is one shekel. But of course, you gotta pay. You gotta pay whatever you can pay. I hear the Mishnah repeats over that the range goes from one sala to fifty sala. The Gemara explains. How do you know that the minimum is for one shekel? How do you know that the minimum, the bottom of the range, is only one shekel? The Chesed says in the pasuk, "All erechin should be with the shekel." So we translate not as saying that the currency that you should use to define. Erechin is the shekel currency, and therefore when we use the word 50 in the Torah, it refers to 50 shekel, not $50. Rather, what we say is, the translation of the passage we translate it now is, all your Erechin should be a minimum of shekel HaKadosh. All Erechin that you donate, should never drop underneath the shekel. How do you know it can't go over 50? Because that's the top of the line, that's the highest number written in the Torah. So now let's go. Let's get involved in the Mahalus between Rebbe and the Rabbanan. If someone could pay somewhere in the middle between one and five, how you how you be other chamisha? If he had five, my taima stir a mayor. Where does Rebbe get his concept from that it's one or it's fifty? Rebbe says as follows: Ksiv chamishim. When the pasuk says fifty, uksiv shekel. And when the pasuk that says one, ay chamishim ay shekel. So you got a choice: one, you can pay five, you can pay fifty. This cancel of paying five, no such possible. Since there's no possible that defines the payment to five, you don't ever, you don't ever, you don't ever pay five. For Rabbanan, what the Rabbanan do? This doesn't tell you that one shackle doesn't tell you that there's a payment plan called one shackle. It tells you that the minimum payment plan is one shackle. But of course, you have to pay more. If he's got more that he can pay, you pay as much as you can afford. So the Pasuk seems to say clearly you pay as much as you can afford. Now which we say there's a payment plan of one, that doesn't mean that there's only a payment plan of one. What the Pasuk means to say is that the minimum of a payment plan could be one. Very other than seconds. Vermeer, what does Vermeer do with this Pasuk? Well, Asher, that's getting in there, pay as much as you can afford. That comes to tell you that the case of this compromise lower payment plan or first like it's where the donor can't pay more not a case where the subject is poor so that means if a wealthy man walks over to a pauper and he says i owe your error so over there do we say that listen the pauper can't afford it therefore the wealthy man gets off the hook or the other way around say a pauper walks over to a wealthy man and says i owe your error do we say since the wealthy man could afford it therefore now the pauper who donated his value is obligated to pay no where do you know now it says asher tasigat neither that which the donor could afford. The terrorist specifically pegs it to the donor, that's when we have extra buskets that peg it to the donor. The Gemara now questions of Vermeer. Where does Vermeer get it from? Oh, sorry. The Vrabana. Where do the, the Rabbana respond? The Rabbana need this possible action to get it to say that you even, pay, you even have to pay numbers in the middle. It's not just one in 50. You'd rather you pay as much as you could afford. The Gemara, the Gemara says, that you're right, the pasuk primarily the purpose of the pasuk is to tell you that you follow the donor, you don't follow the subject. But in passing, the wording of the terrorist still sounds like you pay as much as you can afford, and therefore they're abundant saying that although I don't have an explicit pasuk, I don't have a pasuk that I could darshan for this, but yet still I have a pasuk which sounds like it, and we're willing to use the, the sound of the pasuk. All right, um, yeah, we'll go to the next tomorrow. Amar Bar Ava. If Adam Barava said, How you be Yadav Khamish Slan? 
someone owes, someone has, has assets equivalent to five. So now again, the minimum is one, minimum payment is one, he has five. What does he do? Vomer, and he says, Eric Yolai, I owe my own value. Let's say he's worth 50. He's got, his, his set value is 50. And then, because Vomer Eric Yolai, he's like, you know what? I owe my, I owe my value twice. So he's stuck. He owes 100, and he only has five. What does he do? How does he get out of it? So the Mara says, Vinasin Arba Lishnia. If he pays four for the second loan, Ve'achalirushayin and one for the first Yatsi Yadeshtay. So we're going to just speak out the Gemara first. The Gemara is a bit complex before we get involved in how it, how it actually fits the, with the words. The Gemara says like this. The Gemara says that there is always a, we have an order of collection. Who has precedence? So normally, typically, say I borrow money and then my imaginary friend over here borrows money. Now the borrower doesn't have any money to pay up. So we're, we're going out to the assets. And he only has assets to pay for one loan. So technically, I win before my imaginary friend does. I come first. I lent the money first. At that point, when I lent the money, you really had no lien on the property. So if you go and borrow money afterwards, listen, he's got to talk to me. I, 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 I lent the money first. I get paid first. The Gemara speaks out, however. If he goes and he hires a uh, repossession team to repossess your, the, the, the borrower's assets, in that case, I cannot take him to court to, to, to pull, that, pull those assets away from, away from him. So although technically I come first, if he takes the money, in that case, I have no way to recollect. So that's rule number one. That concept we call Baal Chayv Ma'ocher, a later Baal Chayv, a later lender, that Shekadim V'gava, that he comes first and he collects, Mashagava Gava, the collection is valid, meaning that I can't go and take my imaginary friend to court and start demanding payment. That's rule number one. So let's go now play down Let's go, let, let's go kind of play into the case. So, we're going to say I pledge money on Sunday, and then I, got, and then I go out and pay, pay, pledge money on Monday. At the time I pledged money on Sunday, so to speak, all my money was owed to that pledge. Then I go and I pledge money on Monday. Monday, so to speak, recognizes that Sunday should come first and Sunday should get all the money. I go and I circumvent the rules, and I pay for Monday's loan. So now Monday, so to speak, came first. They cheated, cheated the system and beat Sunday on the loan. And how much did I give him? I gave him four. So I owe money really for Sunday and for Monday. I paid up Monday's loan first. Monday says, look, I got four, but I'm content with that. Really, I deserve none. Really, you should pay everything to Sunday. You paid me four? Okay, I recognize you got to keep money over for Sunday. I'll take my four happily. Now I turn back to Sunday and I say, hey, Mr. Sunday, Sunday's loan. Sunday's pledge. I owe you money. I only have one cell left. I would love to give you more, but I already I just I just gave away all that money to Monday. So Sunday says, okay, listen, you owe me one, I'll take my one. Now what happens? Now Sunday and Monday were both content. Sunday got his one that he deserved because there was no money left. And once I paid one, I'm off the hook. Monday got as much money as Monday deserved. Monday deserved even less. Monday got four, they have no complaints. Monday takes his money happily. Monday got four, Sunday got one, I'm off the hook. However, the Gemara says, let's say I flip it. Let's say I first give four to Sunday. Then I give one to Monday. So over there, Monday will say, look, I got one. I don't deserve any. I'll take it and be quiet. I'm happy. So now I got rid of Monday. I paid Monday for everything Monday's worth. But what about Sunday? When I paid Sunday four, 
Sunday said, I'm not content with that. You have five. Why are you paying me four? You owe me all five. So at the point when I paid four, I did nothing. That payment was an invalid payment. That wasn't sufficient payment. I had to really pay all five. So when I pay, try to pay up Sunday, Sunday is not happy. So if I pay up Monday first, and then I pay up Sunday, so when I paid up Monday, he was fine. I paid up Sunday, that's all I've got. Sunday is fine. So I made them both happy, I'm off the hook, I paid what I can. If I pay Sundays first, and then I pay Mondays, Monday is content, because Monday got whatever Monday could get, but Sunday is, is not content. When I paid Sunday four, I had no right to just get away with paying four. That payment was invalid, I still owe for Sunday's loan. So therefore you have to really pay for the Monday's loan first, and then pay for Sunday. The Gemara says, my timeout, in this case, if he's if not if he's not an region, if he first pays four for Monday, and then one for Sunday is Yatsi Nesh name. He's he's fine, he's off the hook. My time. Monday got his uh, Monday got his four, and he's perfectly fine with that. Okay, Mashagava Gava, he got what he needs. And at a time when you paid for number two, I still have money to one. So when I paid money to Monday, I still I still had money money to Sunday. So Monday says, look, I got my four, but I understand Sunday really comes first. So the fact that I didn't get the last one, that apart. But in the Yavlu Rishon, at the point when I paid Sunday, so last it's too late. I already paid Monday. I don't have the money to pay for it anymore. So Sunday's content because he got stuck. You're right, he got cheated out, but he's, he, he took whatever he can. Monday's content because Monday didn't even deserve it. But if I was not in our bowler, if I first pay Sundays for four, and I pay one to Monday, Monday is happy, he got one, he didn't deserve anything. But Sunday is unhappy because he deserved all five. At the point when, when, when Monday paid, I really owed all money to Monday. That's that Gemara. A little complicated, but I hope everything became clear. Let's go read a little bit more of the Gemara, even though we're getting deep on the Daf Chesim and Poses the question, how you the Chami Slum? If I had five dollars, okay, five cell, but I'm right, I said Shnei Bivas Achans. I say simultaneously, I want to owe, I want to owe double my value. So at this point now, I really owe, I really owe for two, two loans, each one being worth fifty. Mao. So now we know the rules. There's a fancy system when I have firsts and seconds. That's what we came up before. I got to first pay up the second most of the way, and then I pay up one to the first, and that way I make everyone happy. But what happens if I now don't have first and seconds? How do you view it? I say I want to owe them both at the same time. Do you say that Do you say, look, you're both equal. So I have five. Each one of each one each one of you get two and a half. Both be content with it. Finished. You're both equal, so therefore you should equally split my money. Or maybe each one will say, hey, look, I deserve everything. You're right, it happens to be someone else also deserves everything. So now we both deserve everything. You gave me two and a half, you can't get away with that. What right do you have to give me two and a half? You really owe me all five. And I try to turn to the other one and say, here, take your two and a half. You're like, well, what do you mean? I owe the all five. You're right. We're going to get stuck. We're going to be stuck fighting over the whole thing, over the same thing. But since there's no one that gets precedence, therefore you don't have that solution before that you pay four to the second and one to the first. And therefore you get stuck. You got you got to pay five to one. And then the next one, whenever you make money again, you got to pay up for the next one. The Gemara says, take We don't have any clear defining ruling on that Shiloh.